0: welcome to the mary morgan show where i take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different. Without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have, I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along, and I'll see you on the flip side. I am so excited for today's session. Those of you who are regulars on our show and and you're in the Seven Figures Folly Society group, you'd normally see my whole setups with the lights and the whole things. And today, because we're doing an interview, I wanted to bring it, cozy it up a little bit, bring you into the office uh, with me. And I've got a really special guest that I'm so excited to have this conversation with, So, Louise,
1: if you want to jump in and introduce yourself, I would so love that. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So uh, I'm Louise Mercier, and I put an A because there's lots of Louise Mercier. Um, So, uh, yeah, what I do is I'm I'm really helping entrepreneurs and self-employed and solopreneurs to optimize their time. So they, it's not managing time; it's optimize the time so you can um, have more free time, and you you work on really what matters, and um, so I help you see what matters uh, for your work. And then you have some free time with the ones you love. So uh,
0: that's a a resume for that. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. I love that. And when we connected, we had such a good conversation and something stood out so significantly in our conversation. So uh, Louise and I were talking about entrepreneurship and often how as entrepreneurs, we can get really caught up with the numbers. We can get caught up with the validation. We can caught up with Um, you know stories numbers are low or email numbers are low what do I do And we allow these things to make our decision and what I think is so interesting from our conversation was you know Louise you said these are things that block us from our potential can you talk a little bit about firstly like why why you think we do this like I think we all in theory know that we shouldn't allow these things to validate us but we still do let's start there
1: well, the first thing is when you um, when you want to have like traction, when you want to have uh, customers, when you want to have things, what you have in your head is the money, is the end game. But the thing is, the end game is really what's stopping you because you're there. Oh, OK, I'm going to make this amount of money if I do this. I'm going to make this amount of money if I sell this. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make that. And that really... Uh, shuts down your energy, your, 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 your truth. So you need validation with the end result. And before getting there, there's another validation that you really want to have. Like you ask your friends, is it okay if I do this? Do you think I'm okay? Is this good? Is this great? And the other validation um, that lots of us make is we want to make our parents proud. And the thing is, sometimes they're not in our head. So even though you make them proud, sometimes they don't tell, they don't tell it to you. Like I'm 52 now, yeah. my father's 78, and it's the first time this year that he's told me that he's proud of me. So- mm-hmm. I know when you try to look for validation, how many years you can wait for that validation. So you have to validate yourself. You have to validate with your self-confidence. You have to work um, your self-confidence. And there's a way that I, I teach lots of people. Uh, usually I, I, I talk about that in my conferences. It's, it's You make a list of a hundred things that you're proud of. Mm. that you had success in and small wins it can be small wins and a hundred things you're going to say to yourself okay a hundred things yes start uh, uh, um, with your latest uh, souvenir so I started at three years old what I was proud at three years old what I did at that time and then four and then five and then it's easy with the uh, school grades to, to see, OK, like in grade two, in grade two, I, I did like the Olympics and I won this grace or I won this trophy. And wow. then in grade three, in grade four in high school, and then you go on like that and you're going to see that when you start to see your successes and your wins, you're going to start to see that you're giving yourself validation, you're giving yourself your own
0: uh, permission to success. So um, let's start there, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's incredible. I see a couple of you guys jumping on. So great to see you Raquel in the chat. If you're joining us, let us know. Drop a little hello so we can see that you're here. And this is so, so important, you're right. It's like we validate, often we are looking for either parental validation or something and then that carries on with us. And then we realize we're doing all these things And we might even hit amazing amounts of money and things, but we're not happy and we're frustrated. Can you share a story where you've experienced this and you can see the results? Like, I know if I look at things that I've gone through, I can see, you know, oftentimes we hit our biggest milestones without even thinking. Like, when I hit my first six figure month, it was because I actually didn't know it happened until I noticed it. But it wasn't like I set the intention and I was so focused on it and I was so like, watching all the things, do you have a story like that, that you can share? Uh, I have a story that kicked my butt.
1: (laughs) Um, I've been teaching uh, to adults. It's uh, professional teaching that usually it's in two years, but I've, I've been teaching that for like 20 uh, weekends, like Saturday and Sunday, 20 weekends. So I did that for five groups. And then I opened in um, a real estate agency, and I, I wanted to make an event, so I started to to uh, with a Facebook group. So I wanted to make an event with other uh, women that were in real estate at that time, and I ended up uh, wanting to do the uh, the event on the boat in Montreal, and uh, the boat was. Um, it was a big boat. We could be like 300 people on the boat. There was barbecue. We could dance. We could drink. We can do all that. And um, so the, the, the woman that was doing all those uh, events was one of my students. And the year before, she won an award for the province of Quebec as a new leader in business. So I asked her, Maribel, what did you do to have that award? She said, Well, I just did everything that you taught us. I said, Oh my God. Okay. Now you're kicking me in the butt because everything I taught you for like the last two years, I've taught to, to hundreds and hundreds of people. But now I'm going to, I want to show it to the world. So, uh, wow. So that's a big win, but I didn't know it was that big what I
0: was presenting to those people you know Mm -hmm. this is so huge so for so many people I feel like we look at our circumstances just like we said and we allow that to determine like okay here's what I should do is my next step or my next step and like I feel like so many of us look at the strategy and we try and fix something with strategy but the strategy has nothing to do with the thing we're trying to fix so can you talk a little and like deepen this around how this blocks us. It blocks us because we we think too rationally. It's
1: blocking us because we rationalize. We think with our head, okay, I'm going to do this or there's going to be this kind of response and this and this and this, but that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is really with our heart. What do we really want to do with that? What do we really want to, to spread? And then the way we spread it It's going to be the most authentic way. And they're going to love you for who you are and not just the message. They're going to love your message better than if you just try to rationalize it and to put it like this is a one and two and three and I'm going to do this one, two and three so they're going to love me. So this is not good. You really need to go with, okay, what do I really want to spread out and why. And this is the big why that everybody talks about. But you know, I I need to tell you my why. So you understand yours. My big why is because when I was eight years old, my father was really working a lot. He had like three jobs. He had a a job even during the night because he was delivering newspapers to um, restaurants and uh, grocery stores and um, corner stores. So he was delivering that during the night. During the day, he was a salesman and he was the best salesman because his photo was on the wall like for the whole time. He was working there and he won every award. And he had also houses with rooms like near um, where the um, uh, uh, buses are. So rooms like for the night and everything. It's not a hotel, neither a motel, but it's like a, a place with rooms. So he had that. So I told myself, okay, if he's doing that and he loves that so much, what can I do to make him love me? Wow! To make him want to be with me. So I started to work. So I I received a a, a little um, a flyer that says, "You want to work from home? No experience required. Fill this in, and we're gonna send you your." Uh, your starting kit. Okay, so I received the starting kit and I went to see all my neighbors to ask them if they wanted to buy things in my catalog. So I became one of the best salesperson at eight years old for that company. And at that time, there was not like purulator or UPS, okay? So we needed to go and take our um, uh, the things that that I um, I bought for my customers. Yeah. Uh so we had to go and get and pick it up. But the the person that had to do that was my father. But with three jobs, he didn't want to do that anymore, you know? So he said, I don't have any time for for that, for that crap. And so you're gonna go and tell all your customers that you're canceling their um order, and then you you go back to be your eight-year-old kid. Okay. Wow. But I found that was rejection for me. And at that time, I remember I made a promise to myself. I said, okay, if I have any kids, I, I won't I won't be like that. I, I, I will be with them. I will have time for them. I will nurture them. So I became a workaholic, like my father. And when I got pregnant, I told myself, okay, oh, I made a promise to myself. I have nine months to pick myself up now. I have nine months to to have my life around. So when that baby comes out, I'm gonna be ready to be the parent I promised I will be. So that's what I did. And uh, my kids are now 22 and 20. And uh, I've been there for every, every, every activity at the school, everywhere. So, um, I wow. was there for supper. This is and, incredible, and this is my why. So, I wanted to help women to become an entrepreneur and be home also.
0: So, yes, you can have both. And that's my favorite phrase. Why not both? I love this. I love your story so much, and I want to just touch on this because I think a lot of us have similar experiences. Like, mm-hmm. I remember growing up as well and feeling like, always seeking validation. So I was like an achiever, hitting every milestone, hitting every goal, whatever, you know, dream thing. I was there and I got it because it was like the thing that would make your parents proud to the point where I started to realize it was hard for me to even take a break and to take time and to be alone. Like I remember telling my fiance, do you mind if I just sit down for a couple minutes? And it was in that moment where I said, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I asking permission to sit down because I'm so tired because my joints can't take it any longer? Why do we wait until it's too late to make a shift? So I think a lot of people listening to this will really resonate because we can see ourselves in all of these stories and resonate with the overworking the trying to achieve the going and going and going so recognizing this and seeing this in ourselves like what is the next step like how do we start to evolve from here yeah well the next step
1: is to see what is your we talk about roi and roe so uh, return on investment and return on energy and return on energy is the part I teach. So you're going to check out when your energy is at your best and you're going to do the the most difficult things you need to do in your business when your energy is at your best. And when your energy is lower, you do the less difficult things, the the things that are easier for you to do. And usually we just tick out on our to-do list things, but we don't Uh, prioritize them with our energy we just like okay okay, i'm gonna do this and and at the end of the day the thing that will take you most uh, mostly of your energy you don't do it because you're exhausted at the end of the day but what you see afterwards when you look at your to-do list is you see that this could have been done in four days this could have been done tomorrow this could have been never done this could, but you just wanted to tick things. And that's why you're not proud of yourself at the end of the day because you tick things thinking that was going to make you proud of yourself. But the thing is, you're not proud because the thing you needed to do that day is not done. So this is return on energy. So um, you do things that you you really need to do that gets into your mental um you you keep with you Mm -hmm. until it's done so it 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 takes your energy even
0: if you're not doing it yes yes because it's this burden that you keep bringing with you everywhere you go until it actually gets done so do you suggest doing like picking one thing per day that is going to offload or how do you do this? I suggest three things.
1: There are a couple of questions you can ask yourself, but the first question is, is this going to get me closer to my goals? Mm. Is this going to get me closer to what I really want to achieve in life? Uh, Is this going to make me proud at the end of the day? Is this going to help me move the needle to the next step? Is this going to help my community, is this going to help my customers? Is this going really going to to change so so it can be top of mind for my customers, so it can be top of mind for myself. So is this something that will make me proud of presenting? So if at the end of the day, you know that it it, it won't change a thing, why do it? Hmm. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, so good. So let's say we start doing that daily and we actually start to feel a shift. How do you still navigate the taking a break, the slowing down to speed up? Like as business owners, I feel like there's a million bajillion things that we could do. And even we prioritize things, but it still feels like, oh, but I could do this, but I could do this, but I could do this. Okay. When we do that, it's because we're
1: optimistic. And I am an optimistic sometimes. Okay, I have five minutes left before going. Okay, I'm going to do this. Let me write a whole training. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, oh my God. Okay, no, it's, it, it, it's longer. It's always longer than you think. Uh, there are 14 universal laws of time. And one of them is that everything's going to be at least 30% more time than you thought it would take so that's why i i, I even I, I have to hold myself of the optimistic like i can do that i can put my uh, my uh, my laundry in the in the washing machine yeah okay yeah. but you, you there's no soap here you got to go in into the other cupboard to get the the rest of the soap. there's always something okay that's another universal law the murphy's law yeah. so knowing that you have always to keep yourself a buffer you always keep a buffer between your appointments you even if it's on zoom because the the pandemic showed us that oh that people are working more since the pandemic because oh because i don't have travel time because i don't have to go to another office because i don't have to go to another restaurant because i don't have to go elsewhere everything is like mm-hmm. too too close together so people don't even have time to go to the bathroom or take a glass of water when you yeah. have a reunion okay it always starts late and it always takes a little more time yeah so if you have a reunion from one to two, and you have another one from two to three, and another one from three to four, when when's your break time? Yeah. When we are entrepreneurs, we don't give ourselves that permission to take a break. But if we have employees, they can.
0: Yes, this is so interesting. And I also think a part of this too is like the potency versus the actual time. And this was something I had to learn as well when I uh, was going on a two-week vacation and I asked my mentor, like, are you adding these two weeks to our time or how does this work? And she's like, no, I'm actually not adding this to our time. You can come in if you'd like to, if you don't want to, you don't need to. But it was really, and she gave me such a good lesson around this. We started to see, or I started to see how it's not more time equals more value right? Because if we think about like weight loss, do you want to lose weight, the same amount of weight in six months or six weeks? What do you prefer? Obviously less time. So time isn't even a factor. And what I started to realize is time away from work gave me ideas, gave me creativity, gave me all this stuff that I actually, I came back and I was able to do things quicker. Can you talk about this? Because I feel like, again, these are all things we know, but we don't know we don't do them. Oh my God.
1: That's a, such the profound question and that I'm going to respond to you with a basic answer answer, but this answer is so, so, so important. Okay. It's like when you, you say, okay, it's SSI. Okay. So it's a uh, solitude, stillness, and solitude stillness and no sound so it's uh sss i'm sorry solitude stillness and silence okay so in english it's sss so solitude stillness and silence what does it make you think about meditation meditation okay so when you go take a walk in the park or you go take a walk uh in the forest or just around the block you can be in solitude. It's just that you're not in stillness, but you can be in silence and yeah. just observing. And you can go uh, sit on a benchmark and just be there contemplating. Don't bring this with you. Okay? This is not good when you go and take a walk to take a break. The thing is, you just said it. When you slow down, when you stop doing something it's then that you have the space for all the the good stuff to come up everybody on the call everybody here listening try that okay and remember a time you were looking for an actor's name what was it who was he again how oh, he was in that film who was he who was he and the more you try to think about that that name the more you've You close the gap to find it. And when you stop thinking about it and trying to force to find it,
0: it appears. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're looking for your keys and then you can't find them and then you just walk out for a second, come back and you're like, they were literally on the counter this whole time. (laughs) Exactly. It's because we are overwhelmed with
1: something or trying to be, uh, trying to have the result. So it's the same thing with the business. When you're too much in it, you have to go outside, and outside you're gonna find solutions. So outside you're gonna find solutions, and like when you they say think outside the box. Sometimes I'm gonna take the real estate example. Um, there are some real estate brokers that I I tell them that your your business is like your corner store. They're looking at me like, no, yes. You have things that stays on the shelf for a long time and that you need to take off uh, what's going on it. And there are some things that are close to the cash that they sell fast. So it's the same thing. So when you compare that with another kind of business, you're gonna say, oh, okay. So they work like that. Okay, so I'm just gonna have my mindset changed because there are some things that sell faster and some things that don't sell fast. Mm -hmm. And so you have to take a look at your business, uh, sometimes comparing to other businesses that are not close to what you're doing. And then it's going to give you like an edge because you're going to be in front like you, Mary, you are in front of lots of people because you're looking at your business and you're looking at the way uh, social media works a different with a different angle,
0: with a different eye, with a different stamina. Oh, this is so important. So I want to emphasize this here because mm-hmm. you know what you're saying is so crucial. Um, a lot of us, we come into the online world and we look at what people are posting on social and we say, okay, what are some good posts that I should be making? And we look at what they post and we use it as like a fill in the blank. We look at someone else's Facebook Live and we say, what are they talking about? And before you know it, we're in a sea of sameness where the ocean is full of the same kind of water and and there's nothing to differentiate us. And often when people ask, like, you know, when we look at who we've worked with, mentors, coaches, team members, whatever, there's something that stood out about them. There's something that felt good. There's something that felt in alignment. But we can't force this, just like you're saying. One of my favorite analogies that I tell my clients is like, if you're driving on the highway and you're going so, so fast, you can't see anything. Like the second you turn, you crash. But if you're like really, like you're on a drive and you're enjoying the drive, you remember the mountain that was on your right side, you remember the street sign that said, you know, Deer's Crossing, like you remember those moments. And I find that just like you're saying, like you go into a convenience store, you see how it's set up and then you revise your business and you play with things a different way. And you see how another, you know, person is promoting with flyers outside your street downstairs. But if you're in a rush, you're like running out, I'm late, push the guy out of the way. You're running down the street, get in your car and you miss something that would have been a crucial lesson that actually would have 10 X your business. And I think that is so significant that we miss. Exactly. And, and the other thing is your energy
1: while you're doing it. Is it an energy of lack or is it an energy of service? Yes. Because when it's an energy of service, you glow. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You glow so more. And when you glow that way, the people say, okay, okay. So this is it. So it's not only the things you say, it's the thing you
0: radiate. Yes. It's who we're being. So this is, this is so great. And this brings me to my next point here. I think a lot of people, um, when they'll come to me or you, and they're looking to grow their businesses, they hit a certain milestone in their business accidentally. And then they try and forcefully recreate it. I know this happened to me many times. I see this with clients. They're like, but I did this once, So I know I can do it again. And they're trying to like puzzle piece what worked so that's what I now need to be doing but what I've realized is that's so incorrect it's like all those things happen accidental so this is going to also happen just accidental but I think we get so attached to it we're attached Mm -hmm. to the numbers we're attached to why isn't this working and it puts us in a stickiness so I want to deepen this a little further because that kind of moves into this like lack and abundance, like you're saying, and we can't be in both at the same time. So if we're in abundance because this amazing thing just happened, but now we're comparing, then we start moving into lack. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, yes, certainly.
1: Suppose you're two salespeople that go to see a customer and you both want the contract. You're the most valuable person in the market because you are the person that has most experience you have like the most you had more customers over the time you have more customers per year you have a cash flow that is better and everything but that day before going to that appointment you received a a bad news and then you're not on your best side you, you still go to the appointment and you go just because you know you're talented but when you're there you say the right things, you show the right stuff. Your presentation is A1, but your energy wasn't there. And then you, you wonder, why did they take the newbie? Why did they take the other person? Why, why they chose that person over me that is newly to the market, is newly in the, in, in the area? It's because when a person wants to choose you, the thing is, they are already nervous. They lack something, so they want to go take from you. And if that day you didn't show that you could give or service them with convenience for what they wanted to have, they're going to choose the other person, the the better energy that day. It's simple as that. And sometimes you don't know why. For lots of years, I've put my ego aside and I called back the customers. Why didn't you choose me? Why didn't you take me? Why didn't you take my offer? Why didn't you take my service? Why didn't you take okay. this or that? It's hard to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. yep. it's really hard to do. Sometimes they tell you upfront, okay, well, the personality didn't fit. Okay, but it's really rare that they're gonna say that. The other thing is, well, uh, a hunch, a feeling, uh, my gut. Uh, okay, that was the energy. Yeah, that wasn't there for that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is so good. And I hear this with my clients too. I said, you know, why did you select me? Why did you decide to work together? And it was like, one said, I just felt like you didn't want it. Like you didn't care about pressuring me. It felt like you didn't care if I was going to do this or not. Like there was something there and I can't explain it in my head. I'm like, I can explain it. <laughs> right? Like we know, we feel it. And I think that's what it is often. Like when I think about my parents just renovated their kitchen not too long ago, who did they select? The person who in their gut they felt that connection. When we want to move into this higher vibrational frequency and show up with this power and this conviction and all of this, but sometimes we fall into a place of lack. How do you encourage your clients to move in? Because we all go through lack, no matter what stage we're in. (laughs) Breathe. (laughs) and
1: and do you want to do it it takes literally 30 seconds okay let's do it okay good oh my god this is so a big takeaway for my customers okay before doing the 30 seconds it's absolutely crucial to understand that you're gonna breathe with your nose so you're gonna inhale and exhale with your nose not the mouth why? Because all nervous systems here. So it's gonna make like a massage to your nervous system. And you can have your eyes closed or not. And before we do that, just feel your shoulders. Feel how you're into your body. Feel feel the way you feel. So check out how you feel right now. So now gonna exhale and then you're gonna inhale, counting one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Now breathe normally. Open your eyes if you have closed them. And then now. How do you feel?
0: Definitely, shoulders are lower. Definitely feels good. I okay. could hear the fire trucks behind me <laughs> I'm downtown here, but I was like trying to play that into the ambiance. I was like, let's just go with it.
1: Okay. I call that the 333. Three, three. And what is important is that you count because you cannot think at two things at one time mm-hmm. at a time. Okay. So when you focus on the Fire trucks. Now everybody sees a fire truck in their head. If I talk to you about the playa in Mexico,
0: Mm -hmm. I on it. There it is. Okay.
1: So you're not you're not with the fire trucks anymore. Unless I tell you there are fire trucks on the playa. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the thing is, you cannot think of two things at a time. It's it's the same thing with the emotions. You cannot have two emotions at the same time. You can Mm -hmm. either be sad. Are happy. You cannot be both. So the thing is, when you count three, 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 and you do it three times, inhale, exhale three times, you rest your mind.
0: Mm.
1: You rest your mind and you make a message at your nervous system. So you rest your whole body. You can do that for having a call before an appointment, before a Facebook live, before entering your house after work, when you come back from dinner, Mm -hmm. so you can be more present. And that's the energy you want. You want to be present. So the customers or the people you're with know that you are present with them, that you're there for them.
0: Yeah. And it makes such a huge difference. First of all, it's nice and short. So it's not this like 30 to 60 minute thing that we need to do. It's something that just takes seconds. But just like we were saying a few seconds ago, it's like, If people buy because of our energy, but we're prepping our strategy, we're prepping our mindset, then we're prepping the wrong things. And then we're seeing the results that we don't desire. So when we think about what holds us back, if you were to put this into like a sentence for us to move forward with, what would you say that 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 is the energetics? We come back to validation. We want to know if the
1: person in front of us will validate who we are. And you know what? Sometimes we offer some things and we, uh, we feel it as a rejection when somebody doesn't take it from us. But the thing is, maybe it's just that it's not exactly what they need or they feel they need. Like when you go to a coffee shop, why do you go uh, to Tim Hortons or, or Starbucks or uh, Van Oud or another coffee shop in mm. your neighborhood? Why do you pick that one? It's because the kind of coffee is not the same or they don't put the same milk in it or there's something different. Yeah. It's not the quantity because you're going to have the same sizes of glass or cup. So the thing is, you need to understand, like when you go to a restaurant and the server offers you other coffee and you say, no, 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 no. Are they going back in the back store and start to cry because you just said no no you said no to more coffee you didn't say no to the person so this is a shift of mindset it's just to say okay the offer I have right now they don't feel it's for them okay they don't feel it's for them for what I know it's for them okay am I gonna change all my marketing for one person yeah no so I'm going to be aware that okay this person I know that because I know her or him personally I know that they need what I offer but the way I offered it didn't ring a bell but it rings a bell for 99 other people that bought it or came to to my community or my world so the thing is you need to be aware that people can say no to your offer as you give yourself permission to say no to another offer
0: yeah and it's all
1: neutral and it's neutral it's not you yeah it's the offer like i took your 30 dollar offer i don't i don't even know what it's going to be but you know (laughs) yeah so i i took that i said sure it it, yeah it it appealed to me it's like yeah okay it's less than going to the restaurant and Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's what's going to be the outcome, but yeah, it like, why not? Me. Yeah. I said, why not? I'm going to take that. But yeah. you know, it appealed to me because that day I wanted to do something different. Mm. That day. But should I have seen the offer like the day before or the next day, maybe I wouldn't have taken it. Wow. So that day I said, yeah, let's be wild.
0: <laughs> I love that. So something it, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's so interesting though, Louise, like that you mentioned that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, we get so caught up with like, oh, but she didn't buy it. Oh, it's day two. She didn't buy it. Oh, it's day three. Nobody bought it yet. And it's like, for you, it was like the stars just aligned on that day and it was a perfect moment, but really that's how sales is. It's like perfect moment. And then it's like, yes, let's do it. So creating these perfect moments over and over is moving us closer to alignment in energetics and strategy and mindset in the time of day and location. And I want to do something different today, like all of that coming together. So any final words to someone who's listening to this, even just finishing up with that sentence, because I feel like that was so, so good. I
1: have like lots of uh, things rushing in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when you offer something, you have to know also, are you ready to receive all that? Mm. Are you ready to serve all these? Because sometimes you have an offer that is incredible, but all the back end is not ready yet. So sometimes it's that. It's like, okay, what I want to offer, I want to offer that like a person that has 10 people in their team, but I'm alone. Yeah, but you know what, your energy doesn't match the person with the 10 people team, because you're alone. And like people sense that, even if you're not telling it, people sense that you're not ready to serve at that level right now. So you have to go up the ladder, and not big steps, small steps, but regular steps. Mm. And so you you won't be out of breath. People will want to be with you at each step. Yeah. And you know what? There's no elevator to the top, eh? You always have to take steps to the top. Yeah. Always. So even if you want to have a shortcut, you will have one, but you still have to make steps to go mm-hmm. to the top. I just love just that. remember that. Yeah.
0: That's so good. And And to really finish off around this like $30 offer idea, I love that you brought it up and it's like, so many of us can be like, well, why isn't this selling? It's only $30. Why is this person not buying? It's only this. And we put this pressure, we put this fear, we put this like, well, you know what, maybe I'm just not going to offer this again. And then let's say Louise saw this two weeks ago and didn't buy it. And then I put it out the day that you did again, again, taking that step, taking that faith, taking that, you know, whatever it is. And then she jumps into it. It's like, just have fun with these things. Like that $30 offer was a random idea. I was like, why not? I'm just going to do this. It was different. It was fun. It was playful. And then I was actually completely shocked by the number of people who went into that. And then price kept going up and, you know, they're going into the price increase ones too. So it's like really owning the let's have fun with this. Let's play let's validate ourselves. I love the idea of listing out the amazing things that we're so good at. And we're freaking badass women at all of these amazing things, like listing all of those beautiful things to validate ourselves, not waiting until, you know, our parents finally tell us if they even do waiting for all the things of that validation, but just going, I'm going to, who am I waiting for? Who am I asking permission from? and leading from that place. Thank you so much, Louise, for being on. Where can people find you if they want to connect further and go deeper into this work?
1: Well, if you see my name, it's louisamercier.com. Amazing. And Louise A. Mercier everywhere on social media. I'm mostly in French, but I have a couple of things in English anyway.
0: Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And she's got some beautiful like downloadables and things. So if you guys do want to get that, whether in French or in English, definitely make sure to DM her and hit her up. And everything is going to be obviously in the show notes as well. Thank you guys so much for being on and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.